Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Camel, Ramsey personality, host of the Ramsey Network's podcast, The Fine Print, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Merry Christmas, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Brant is going to start us off this hour. Hi, Brant. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it, and Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. How can we help? Well, uh, my wife and I just kind of have a kind of a quick question here, hopefully, but I'll give you some numbers. Um, we're 32, and we're kind of on baby step six-ish. Uh, we live in two places because we work in two different places. Um, one of our homes in, in our states is paid off, and it's worth about 380 k And then the other house that we have is worth about 950000 and we owe about five forty on it. Um, and then we also own a commercial building that my business operates out of. It's worth about 300000 and we owe 170000 on that. Um, our retirement account is at 260000 So the kicker here is that we have a two-year-old and a four-month-old, and my wife makes about two hundred and twenty k a year, and she'd like to become a stay-at-home mom in, I don't know, about 18 months or so. But w- So when she leaves her job... Uh, we'll probably sell one of our homes in one of those places. We haven't decided where yet. Um, and then we'll probably go down to an income of about 40,000, maybe 45,000 a year. What do you make now? Yeah. For like 45,000. In a $300,000 commercial building. Yeah. So uh, basically I bootstrapped a business from, like the ground up. And so, uh, because I'm essentially not there half of the year, uh, it's a, it's that, um, I, I don't pay myself a whole bunch of money because I'm not there just to make sure that I can keep employees kind of operating while I'm away. So what are you doing when you're away? Taking care of my kids. So you're we staying at home half care. the year. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's and in, then, she's in a different city. Yeah, so so we live together every time in each different city. So when she's working here in Austin, I'm here in Austin, but I'm taking care of the kids. When we go to Minnesota, that's when I work, but then she stays at home and takes care of the kids. What does she do? She's in academia. She's a professor. Okay. So that that's kind of, so you know kind of what those income levels look like. Okay, so we're um, going to combine households and land in one place. Which place are we going to land, Austin or Minnesota? We don't know that yet. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I, I like your value system and where you're headed because the way you're living life now is kind of cray-cray. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, I like, you know, the direction you're moving with this. But, um, but I think your destination needs some refinement. Um, meaning I don't know why she has to go from two twenty five to zero. There's a lot of options in academia that, uh, she could make, you know, work 
just a few hours a week and make 50 to 100k if we line this up properly and um and you know we're not going to accept your business which absolutely sucks as our final destination Mm -hmm. okay you you two are you two are high capacity people you should your goal should not be we're going to live on forty five thousand dollars okay i think you can land better than that and still get the quality of life all in one city and her being at home largely with the kids, if not completely with the kids. Um, and, and that's a good baby step in between these two, but just to suddenly take a machete to this thing you've built is not a good plan. Okay. So I I think you need a better plan on where you're going to land and she needs an adjusted plan on where she's going to land. And that's going to put you guys well up over a hundred and you've got a sustainable situation then that's not as bizarre as you originally outlined when you came on. Cause dude, I mean, you have to admit what you're outlining is pretty bizarre. Oh yeah. It's wild. Yeah. That's why we called. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. kind of yeah, business it, are you running? So it's, it's like a retail, it's, um, it's a retail business. It does like, we do some, um, uh, like uh, training, we do some like like physical fitness training things like that, and then we have some products and random things like that. And I don't we I don't foresee that being our full time business. Uh, you know, it's just like right now if we had a fallback and because her family is there and that's where our families are up in Minnesota, like, okay, we could operate. Yeah, it's like we could operate there for as long as we wanted. Um, well, I wouldn't land know, there out of convenience. I, what I want you to do is have some intentionality about both of your careers and your location and go, okay, then that will tell you how you can back into this and say over the next 18, 24 months, whatever, we can make these six moves, uh, two of them on her career, two of them on your career, two of them on the real estate decisions. And then that will put us in this, this, this other position that is a sustainable life then with a standard rhythm to it. But, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't blame you for wanting to change the way that you guys are living now. It's it's kind of wild, and um, it's been you know it's obviously run its course. It's time it's time for you to do something different. So, um, but but I think the uh, the fact that this season is over has led you all to just this extreme thing of nothing. We're going from uh, 100 miles an hour to full stop, and I, I think you can go from 100 miles an hour down to 50 miles an hour between the two of you income wise. And by the time you're located and get the efficiency of being in one location, sell off a piece of real estate, open a business, don't open a business, expand the one you've got, take a different career field. I don't care. And part of this is getting rid of some of this debt. And so the commercial debt, the personal debt and the mortgage, the sooner you guys are completely debt free and your personal life and your professional life, the easier it's going to be to make these kinds of financial decisions. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to put you in the right direction. But the the beautiful part about both of your skill sets is they can uh, be scaled up or down. They don't have to go zero or or 100 miles an hour. You don't have to be all or nothing. And so um, higher ed is, like a lot of things, is being impacted by the digital world and is morphing. And so she's just got other choices um, that she can look at now. Teach a few classes online. Doesn't have to be zero. Scale it down. Yeah, the the amount of mentoring and uh, tutoring, all kinds of different things. I don't know exactly what she's doing in academia, but um, there's a lot of 
there's just a lot of options in that world right now because they don't have a lot of choices. They're going to have to provide options. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host today. If you've gone through Financial Peace University, chances are it's because someone in your life lit a fire in you. Mom and dad gave it to you as a gift. Your pastor offered it at your church, a friend that wouldn't stop talking about it. So finally, you took the class. You worked the baby steps. Now everything's different. You changed your entire future. Well, maybe this is the time you light a fire under someone else. You can give someone you care about Financial Peace University and share the same hope that you discovered with money. And if you're a last-minute Christmas shopper, it's pretty easy to do this. Uh, It's not too late for Financial Peace University. We've got a totally digital way to send it directly to your loved ones so you're not stressed about shipping. This Christmas, give the people you care about a gift that actually matters. The gift is hope. The gift is freedom. To buy FPU as a gift, go to RamseySolutions.com slash GiveFPU. RamseySolutions.com slash GiveFPU. Bonnie is in Kansas City. Hi, Bonnie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Happy holidays, Dave and George. Um, We are very new to the journey of becoming debt-free and learned about your methods uh, about five months ago through a friend on Facebook. Um, they posted that they paid off their home, which was really awesome. And I'm very, very happy to have come across your debt-free program as I despise bills like most people do. Um, We're one month away from completing baby step two. Um, We have several rental properties with one of them being a fourplex. We're at about 58% LTV and we're currently cash flowing in all the properties, and we really want to keep them. We want to aggressively pay off their mortgages mm-hmm. with a gazelle intensity. And we're so serious in paying off these mortgages that we've moved into one of the rentals with the lowest expenses. Um, so the mortgage is like six twenty-five. And my question, Dave, is related to, I actually have two questions um, related to baby step three. Is saving $70,000 for emergencies just for the properties too high or too low? Is that a good ballpark? And my second question is uh, related to baby step six. After we pay off the property that we're currently living in, um, which property should we attack? Cool. Way to go, Bonnie. Good job. Very well done. 
Okay, so the total debt on the, all the properties combined is what? The total debt um, month, well, I would say annual or like the No, no, the balance, the payoff of, balance. On all of the mortgages mm-hmm. is $1.7 million. Okay, on how many properties? Uh, it's nine units that are rentals. Okay, and you're living in one of them. That's correct. Okay, all right, cool. And uh, what is your all's household income? We bring in uh, take home with the rentals is twenty six thousand. Without is about ten thousand. That's your total household income. You're living off is that of these? monthly. So that's what we're bringing. That's what we're bringing with. I mean, you don't have careers monthly. separate from the rentals. Oh yes, we do. It's ten thousand dollars a month. A month, okay. God, I feel so much better. Scared. Okay, I was <laughs> asking. Yeah, I was asking I was annual, was and you said ten thousand dollars and twenty six thousand. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Good. Okay, so you so you make one hundred and fifty a year, and uh, and then you've got the rentals on top of that. Okay, so what I would tell you is set up a household emergency fund of three to six months of expenses to operate your household. That's nowhere near seventy grand. That's going to be fifteen or something like that. Okay. Um, and then you're, you're, you should be able to, if you haven't already to run budgets on your rentals, you have enough rentals that you should see a pattern of repairs that out of nine, yeah. I buy an air, con- I, I buy a heat and air unit one a year, or I buy 1.5 a year. Um, out of nine, I spend X on this problem, this problem and that problem. Uh, you have a predictable repairs pattern on a portfolio that size. And that should be mm-hmm. built into your budget on your rentals before you're taking money out of the rentals. You should be setting aside money for that predictable, in other words, retained earnings or emergency fund, whatever you want to call it for your known repairs that are in a pattern on that many rentals. So your rental portfolio probably does need 50 to 70 grand in liquid cash sitting around because you're probably seeing a standard rhythm of repairs. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So yeah, you do want to build that up. Uh, but, but as far as baby step three goes, that, that, that second part of the discussion on the rentals is for the rentals. Baby step three is for you. That's just 15 grand and then move on to baby step four. Uh, and four, five, and four, five, and six is putting money into retirement. Five is kids college and six is we start paying off all real estate debt. Now, the last question was what order do I do this? I would just run a debt snowball on them. And, and it's not a panic. Once you get out of baby step three, we move from intense to intentional. And so I want you to systematically say, if we plow all profits from the rentals and we live on our incomes, we plow all profits from the rentals and X number of dollars from our income into that snowball, and you just list your mortgages smallest to largest. How long is it going to take us to clear $1.7 million? My guess is five to seven years. Yeah, we're estimating about seven to seven years, seven yeah. to ten years. Okay, not a bad guess then. Okay. And uh, the thing that will happen is, uh, you know, rents will go up during that time. They generally do your income will go up during that time generally does and you're going to get more and more and more focused as you go along you generally do 
And so that's where I think the seven is probably going to end up being the number or six or something like that, uh, unless you get a landfall of some kind, and then um, you might even end up doing it faster. And something that you could do if you want to accelerate that is choose the rental that gives you the most pain in the in the rear end and sell one or two of them if you want to accelerate this thing and clean up the debt faster. So that's an option for you as well. Yeah, your least favorite one or two, clean them out of the portfolio and use that money to accelerate this process. And then when you are completely free and you're just cash, these things are cash flow like a bandit then, then you can buy other properties with the cash that they're throwing off and never be in debt again. That's what I've done. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I just had, once I got free, then all of my property makes enough money that I can buy more property just with that money without even having to touch. Look at my personal income or my business income or anything else. That's where it really gets fun. Yeah, it really does get. It really gets. It gets real fun. Then. It's less of a pain. Yeah, it's monopoly. Then you know you're just going around the board and collecting your two hundred dollars at the turn, right? and move on to the next deal and that's that starts to be really cool so that but um but i I would not tell you to be intense once you get out of debt personally and have your emergency fund in place personally i would tell you to be intentional yeah i mean you gotta you want to live your life you still want to go on vacations and so you may want to get a primary residence that you actually enjoy instead of Mm -hmm. living in this rental property that you hate just because it has the lowest payment so that would be a goal as well to throw in there your own personal life yeah but if you'll pay a price for that period of time, this this next five to seven years, and the price is simply, we're, when, when we're faced with a choice, we're going to try to choose debt-free. We're going to choose debt-free. We're going to choose debt-free. And maybe, like George said, peel off one of those two, one or two of the rentals that you like the least that you say, hey, 10 years from now, I really don't want to be owning this thing. Yeah. Well, Dave, some of your more, most controversial advice is to pay cash for investment property. Is People it? go, Dave, that's insane. You got just leverage debt. Why would you wait and try to save up hundreds of thousands of dollars? What do you say to those people? Uh, I've never been foreclosed on since I went this route. Mm. I used to get foreclosed on the other way. Wow. I lost everything the other way. Using Tic Tac plans, I went broke. You, wait, you mean the 17-year-old that told me how to get rich quick from real estate is not telling the truth? You're kidding. There's possible? a 17-year-old They're on all over the internet. Oh, yeah. Telling people about real estate. At least he looks like it. He can't grow facial hair yet, so I'm not sure. Oh, God. Could be 22. What a world. What a time to be alive. What a world. This is The Ramsey Show. personality host of the ramsey network's fine print podcast is my co-host today in the lobby of ramsey solutions on the debt free stage zachary and cassandra are with us hey guys how are you good good how are you (laughs) better than we deserve welcome good to have you where do you live chesapeake virginia 
Well, welcome to Nashville. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How much debt have y'all paid off? We've paid off $97,181 cool. in 11 months. 11 months. All right. And what was your range of income during that year? We started at 180 and then finished at about 220 Cool. What do y'all do for a living? We're both engineers. Ah, of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Okay, so... Tell us about this uh, this journey. What kind of debt was this for you guys that you were looking to pay off? Uh, I think it was a little everything. We uh, we had student loans. We had car payments. We had credit cards. We had uh, outstanding tuition bills for grad school. We had uh, taxes that we had to pay. Um, little, little everything. And you just collected it slowly over time, collecting this American nice dream going. Yeah, that was turned out to be the American nightmare. Just, just creeped up on us. Yep. Wow. How so, long have you guys been married? Four years? Yep, four years. So what happened one year ago that started you on this journey? Because you got pretty intense here. So four years ago, when we got married, she wanted to do the, the Dave Ramsey plan. <laughs> and uh, when she mentioned that, uh, it must have Google heard something and a, and a reel popped up for me. And it was a caller that their company was paying off their student loans for them at minimum payments. And uh, you said, nope, pay them all off. And I said, wow, that doesn't sound like a very good plan. I don't get it. <laughs> and... Uh, so we did nothing. Um, we just we worked and we we lived. And um, three years later, we had we had our first child, and uh, we moved to Chesapeake. And uh, in the end of 2021, my my dad ended up getting sick mm. with COVID, and uh, he wound up in the hospital. Uh, it was pretty pretty serious. Um, and he called me, and you know he was he couldn't really talk without getting winded. But he called me and he said, uh, "Hey, um, a couple years ago, your mom loaned you some money." And you haven't paid her back. Um, you said you'd pay her back. You need to pay her back because she's too nice to ask for it. But if I go, I know you're never going to pay her back. And I was like, wow, yikes, that hurt. Wow. So, uh, you know, that night I was putting our, our son to bed and I looked at him. I was like, wow, what, you know, what, what kind of example am I setting here um, for, my, for my son? So mm-hmm. the next day uh, we were at work and, and, and Cassie came into my office and I, I guess I was just sitting there with bloodshot eyes and she's like, hey. You uh, you ready to do that Ramsey plan now? (laughs) (laughs) She was she was waiting silently for three years. Wow, (laughs) patiently waiting for the wake up call. Wait, you guys work at the same place? Yes, I work upstairs. He works downstairs. So So you can just bother him at any time. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, she does. She takes full advantage of that, (laughs) and vice versa. (laughs) So baby comes, dad's in the hospital. You get this wake up call, and you're like. I have just been living La Vida Loca, doing what I want to do. It's time yeah. to really start taking care of my family. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And uh, so that night, we went home and we watched the first two episodes of, of FPU, and uh, we just we just went all in. And uh, every time we t- saw a Tahoe on the road, after that, we're <laughs> like, man, you gotta you gotta amputate the Tahoe. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And when someone was lazy, I'd be like, you're not being gazelle intentional. No. <laughs> that was it, yeah. yeah, you're being like a deer. You're not a gazelle. <laughs> wow. I keep thinking of the quote, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And that's what it took it. for you guys. It took at least you, Zachary, being ready to do this plan. But when you were ready, goodness, you guys are engineers. You went, there's a process here. Let's just follow it because it works. That was it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went all in. How much did you owe your mom? It was just, it was like, it was like two grand. And so you it was, knocked that out, of course. We just, yeah, we, we just paid her as yeah. a part of this. Yeah. Was, How's your dad? He's he's listening right now. He made it. And uh, yeah. He's he made it out. I think eleven days or twelve days or something like that yeah. in the hospital, wow. but he pulled through. So good. There was good. a silver lining in everything. Glad. So that's good news. Well, and he busted your chops. <laughs> he's, he still does. Yeah, he still does. 
<laughs> that's fun so very good all right what advice do you have to um someone who says i'm ready to get out of debt what are the keys to getting out of debt wow so it's hard to limit it to just a few things but um we've learned that there's certain friends that were like spiritual energy dementors they sucked like all the you know life and happiness out of us um, well, competition it felt like yeah having them as friends was, was competition so um getting more involved in our church our friday nights looked a bit different you know we take isaiah to the church and we're like this is our fun happy place to be you'd be celebrating and um decorating the church for a vacation bible school um so surrounding yourself with godly like-minded people was everything and then giving each other grace um man you know i was nine months pregnant flipping furniture on the side and <laughs> you know we beat each other's throats and we're like we need to give each other grace like we're both tired having two kids is stressful working all the time is stressful um yeah just being together through that moment um and we have so many inside jokes now and i think we're better for it um and lastly like so i just had my second son here um november 3rd and Thankfully, since we were debt-free, we didn't have to worry about the horrible hospital bill. I, I ended up um, rupturing my uterine artery Ooh. and staying in the hospital for quite a bit of time. And we never had to worry wow. about bills. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. One last thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember I was, I was waiting for her. You know, they, they ended up taking you to, to try to figure out how to stop the bleeding. And I was sitting there, you know, just waiting for something, somebody to come say something to me. And the last thing, the last thing I had to think about was, what's the bill going to be? Because... I didn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, we just paid all this off in 11 months. We got an emergency fund going and uh, we'll, uh, we'll do it again in 11 months if we need to. You know, it was, yeah. it was yeah. peaceful. Good news is insurance picked up most of it, I'm sure. They did, yeah. yeah. And it was, it, was, it was perfect. Yeah, good, good. Wow. Well, it does. It turns a, a crisis into an inconvenience, at least as far as the financial part goes. Exactly. I mean, you still yeah. got to physically heal and still got to go through that process but um and it still scares the crud out of you but uh but aside from all that the 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 fear and the anxiety was not financial that's the point yeah Yeah, so well done y'all i'm proud of you good work thank you okay what advice do you have for the guy who uh found some weird reel that he didn't agree with on ours like you did um (laughs) some nuanced weird piece of advice and he won't go along with this so i i I, when i saw that reel um of course you got to go into the comments Mm -hmm. and uh, that's where that's where the magic happens the comments are always you know that's where the truth is and the comments were all uh they were kind of hating on you that that was bad advice so so just take the comments and and do the opposite and that's that's actually good advice advice. whatever the uh, comment section (laughs) about anything in life whatever the commenters say in social media or following an article whatever they say do the opposite that is wisdom right there i like that if yeah because if you read the comments you understand why some species kill their young oh my gosh it's unbelievable yeah yeah that's where the hate happens for sure and, and you got to listen to your wife in the first year of marriage when she says uh let's do this dave ramsey thing just do it don't don't wait till the fourth just do year it. Just don't yeah. wait yeah. We, we could add our house paid off by now probably you know but <laughs> here we are you know we're on baby step three we'll, we'll keep going. you're gonna be fine you're gonna be fine i'm proud of you you've done a great job way to go you persevered through you pushed through very very impressive we've got the uh, live and give bundle for you the baby steps millionaires number one bestseller book that's the next chapter in your story for sure the uh, total money makeover book for you to give away and 
stir somebody up, stir up a ruckus, and uh, Financial Peace University, you can give that away as well since you've been through it. Uh, one-year membership to that. So very, very well done. And you brought the kiddos. What are their names and ages? So this is uh, Theodore, and he's just two months old. Way and, to go, uh, Theodore. Here comes Isaiah, and he <laughs> is he is uh, about to turn two in January. So wow. we, uh, we road-tripped out here with two under two. <laughs> wow. And you're uh, brave. That was an adventure in itself. You're brave. Well, these little guys will never know the stress of debt in their household because of you. You have changed your family tree. Proud of you. Very, very well done. I bet your dad's proud, too. All right. Count it down. Zachary and Cassandra from Chesapeake, Virginia. 97000 paid off in 11 months. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, two, one. one. We're, We're debt-free! Debt yeah! A debt-free baby smile, and that's what America needs right now. Amen and amen. This is The Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, Psalms 112 and 5. Good will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. Charles Eastman said, children must must early learn the beauty of generosity. They are taught to give what they prize most, that they may taste the happiness of giving. Hmm, Beautiful. Very good. Good stuff. James is with us. James is in uh, Houston, Texas. Hi, James. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you all taking my call. Sure. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. How can we help? Yes, um, I was calling to get some advice for how I can uh, give my uh, family and my wife the kind of life uh, lifestyle we want. Um, it just seems like I've been hitting some roadblocks uh i used to be a teacher and i just i didn't have the patience for it and i was really stressed out and so i transitioned into truck driving and it's making a little bit more money but it's harder on my wife because her eventual dream is to be a stay-at-home mom and it puts me out a lot more and i'm not able to uh spend as much time with them and um you know uh just help her out in any way that i can what's your question um how can i my question is what how am i able to um if we if we keep on hitting these roadblocks of not being able to stick to a budget and um just sorry i'm a little nervous that's okay um we're having a hard time um sticking to our budget we we paid off our debt we're in baby step three so we're trying to save up our emergency fund but um how 
how am I, uh, how, how can we better stick to our budget so that, you know, we can get that emergency fund saved up. I can transition to a more home daily, uh, position, maybe start a side business so that I'm able to let my wife work or, uh, be a stay home mom and still be able to support my family. So the goal is she stays home and you work locally and your income is, yes. is more than enough to provide for the family. Yes, sir. yes, sir. That's correct. Is there a certain number you think would do that? As far as income, uh, well, we we both used to teach, so we made a little over a hundred thousand um, a year. But it doesn't seem like I can really do that by myself unless I, you know, start up a side business and eventually grow that to be um, more profitable. Well, I, th- I think you can. It may not happen tomorrow, but it's, it sounds like you jumped from teaching to trucking thinking it was going to be some kind of silver bullet, but it wasn't. Yes, sir. Why are you not able to stick to a budget? What? Give me an example of when the budget breaks down. <laughs> well, um, sometimes, um, you know, if we're... You know, my wife is stressed with things at the house, and um, she needs to um, eat out. Or, um, it, some, you uh, know, how old are you guys? Recently, I'm 30 years old. How old is she? My wife is. She's 30 as well. Okay, and how many children do you have? One child. What age? Seven. Okay. All right. Um. I'm hearing some hints in here that the responsibility for all of this is on you, that she's not taking any of the responsibility for this. Am I missing something? Well, I I am trying to be the head of my household. That's not what I said. It's not a matter of what the head of the household is. She is also the an adult member of this household and has a co-responsibility for living within a budget and having it, having to achieve household goals. It sounds yeah. like all of these, this goal achievement is, is on you that if, she's not participating in carrying any of the load. Well, I don't, I don't know. I just, I feel like, um, no matter what I try and do, I, I just can't seem to make it, make it work. Because it's just you. By make it work, do you mean make her happy? Yeah, and, you know, get our emergency fund and be... But you have. You've worked through the... You you said you've been working through the baby steps, but you keep falling off the budget, and the only... And the explanation of falling off the budget was she got stressed and went out to eat. Well... And she wants to stay home. Yeah. She has a lot of things That's she wants, but I haven't heard about. where she's contributing anything to this conversation. So here's the thing. Families that, regardless of who's, who's the head of the household, we, you can, we can have all kinds of theological or doctrinal discussions about that if you want to, but families that win have, that are married have two adults that are emotionally carrying the weight of the decision-making towards a set of shared goals. And I do not hear that here, bluntly. I don't think that's what y'all are doing. I think you're running around trying to 
do all of this on your back by yourself. And I appreciate you trying, but uh, I got to tell you, man, if she's not willing to say, oh, I want to be a stay-at-home mom, and so I'm willing to be a home economist, and I'm cooking from scratch, and we're going to coupon, and the kid's going to be in consignment clothes so we can get this crap moving to get things happening, then we'll, you know, I'll carry that part of the weight of this because that gets us to because we're both in agreement that one of our goals is her to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm not disagreeing with the goal. I'm disagreeing with you trying to get there by yourself and you're towing two children along. That's what I'm hearing. And I'm not picking on her. I'm just saying the way that she, the, the, the highest probability of you two achieving the goals that both of you are laying out, regardless of whether they were her motivation or your motivation, but we've agreed they're now our goals is for both of us to lean into that and carry our share of the weight which would sound like in her case, as an example, I want to be a stay at home mom. So I'm willing to tutor from home to bring in some income after we make that move as a step, as a sidestep, because you can make a lot of money today, tutoring really good money while the kids taking their afternoon nap. Um, so, and then you, you know, you're willing to go out there and bust it and uh, give up some nights at home to get to get some over the road uh, trucking income and to get your side gig going. So everybody's willing to pay a price, live like no one else, so that later we get to our goals. But both of you have to be willing to carry that, James. And both of you, and and a key component of that is the budget is not it's not it's not the master of this situation, and it's not because Dave said do a budget, but the budget is the way you freaking get there. And part of this, James, I, I sense some shame that has been put on you from her that you've created for yourself of going, I'm not providing enough. And I just want you to see the true reality of the situation is not that you're not a good husband. It's that the framing of this conversation is a one-way street. And you need both people contributing to this. And that means getting on a plan. Maybe you have a dream date together, setting the vision, saying this is where we're headed. I need you to contribute in all these ways if we want to make this goal happen. And if she says no, well, then the goal needs to change because you're both going to be miserable. And so we have to do something about this, and it can't all fall on you. Yeah. You, you, you're, but it, it, and you can get there. This is a doable, like you said, George, this is a doable thing. It might take 36 months. But um, the year that I quit doing real estate and did Financial Peace University launch and went full-time into this business – our income went in half, and for the following 30 months, two and a half years, I worked 16-hour days, six, seven days a week. Sharon will tell you she felt like a single mom during that time. But the part was we were in agreement on the goal, and the part she was carrying was the weight of the household. Mm. I was carrying the weight of a startup business, and it got this thing off the ground. But there was a period of 30 months, two and a half years, that was very, very, very tough in the early days in order to get to our shared goals. You guys live like no one else. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Do you love a good Dave rant? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from the Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to the Ramsey Show channel on YouTube.